Today is the 29th day of December 2020. Welcome to Psalmscast. I am Denise. It's great to be here today. It feels wonderful to have accomplished a challenging task to get the podcast out here for whomever the Holy Spirit will direct here today. Friends, we are less than 72 hours away from stepping across the threshold into a brand new year and forever saying goodbye to 2020. Today would be a great time to reflect on all the blessings the Lord has given to you this year. Our five chapters today have us visiting Psalm 29, Psalm 59, Psalm 89, Psalm 119, and Psalm 149. I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. At the end of today's podcast, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, today we're tracking down a cross-reference from Genesis 3.15, which points us into the Gospel of John, chapter 8. Let's take a brief moment just to center ourselves and ask the Lord to be the focus. Father in heaven, we come humbly into this place seeking you. We ask that you would pour into our life your truth. We are desperate for you, Lord. We are looking to you for hope. We are looking to you for peace and for joy. That that is eternal, not temporary, Lord. Allow our minds and allow our hearts to be open to all that you have for us today. Allow our lives to continually be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit here through your life-giving words. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 29. Praise the Lord, you angels of His. Praise His glory and His strength. Praise Him for His majestic glory, the glory of His name. Come before Him clothed in sacred garments. The voice of the Lord echoes from the clouds. The God of glory thunders through the skies. So powerful is His voice, so full of majesty. It breaks down the cedars. It splits the giant trees of Lebanon. It shakes Mount Lebanon and Mount Syrian. They leap and skip before Him like young calves. The voice of the Lord thunders through the lightning. It resounds through the deserts and shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord spins and topples the mighty oaks. It strips the forests bare. They swirl and sway beneath the blast. But in His temple all are praising glory, glory to the Lord. At the flood, the Lord showed His control over all creation. Now he continues to unveil his power. He will give his people strength. He will bless them with peace. Psalm 59, written by David at the time King Saul set guards at his house to capture him and kill him. O my God, save me from my enemies. Protect me from those who would come to destroy me. Preserve me from these criminals, these murderers. They lurk in ambush for my life. Strong men are out there waiting. And not, O Lord, because I've done them wrong, yet they prepare to kill me. 
Lord, waken. See what is happening. Help me. And O Jehovah, God of heaven's armies, God of Israel, arise and punish the heathen nations surrounding us. Do not spare these evil, treacherous men. At evening they come to spy, slinking around like dogs that prowl the city. I hear them shouting insults and cursing God, for no one will hear us, they think. Lord, laugh at them, and scoff at these surrounding nations too. O God, my strength, I will sing your praises, for you are my place of safety. My God is changeless in his love for me, and he will come and help me. He will let me see my wish come true upon my enemies. Do not kill them, for my people soon forget such lessons, but stagger them with your power and bring them to their knees. Bring them to the dust, O Lord, our shield. They are proud, cursing liars. Angrily destroy them, wipe them out, and let the nations find out too that God rules in Israel and will reign throughout the world. Let these evil men slink back at evening and prowl the city at nights before they are satisfied, howling like dogs and searching for food. But as for me, I will sing each morning about your power and mercy, for you have been my high tower of refuge, a place of safety in the day of my distress. O my strength, to you I sing my praises, for you are my high tower of safety, my God of mercy. Psalm 89 Forever and ever I will sing about the tender kindness of the Lord. Young and old shall hear about your blessings. Your love and kindness are forever. Your truth is as enduring as the heavens. The Lord God says, I have made a solemn agreement with my chosen servant, David. I have taken an oath to establish his descendants as kings forever on his throne from now until eternity. All heavens shall praise your miracles, O Lord. Myriads of angels will praise you for your faithfulness. For who in all heaven can be compared with God? What mightiest angel is anything like him? The highest of angelic powers stand in dread and awe of him. Who is as revered as he by those surrounding him? O Jehovah, Commander of the heavenly armies, where is there any other mighty one like you? Faithfulness is your very character. You rule the oceans when their waves arise in the fearful storms. You speak and they lie still. You cut haughty Egypt to pieces. Your enemies are scattered by your awesome power. The heavens are yours, the world, everything for you created them all. You created north and south. Mount Tabor and Mount Hermon rejoice to be signed by your name as their maker. Strong is your arm. Strong is your hand. Your right hand is lifted high in glorious strength. Your throne is founded on two strong pillars. The one is justice, the other righteousness. Mercy and truth walk before you as your attendants. 
Blessed are those who hear the joyful blast of the trumpet, for they shall walk in the light of your presence. They rejoice all day long in your wonderful reputation and in your perfect righteousness. You are their strength. What glory! Our power is based on your favor. Yes, our protection is from the Lord Himself, and He, the Holy One of Israel, has given us our King. In a vision, you spoke to your prophet and said, I have chosen a splendid young man from the common people to be the king. He is my servant, David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him and make him strong. His enemies shall not outwit him, nor shall the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him and destroy those who hate him. I will protect and bless him constantly and surround him with my love. He will be great because of me. He will hold sway from the Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea, and he will cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and my Rock of Salvation. I will treat him as my firstborn son and make him the mightiest king in all the earth. I will love him forever and be kind to him always. My covenant with him will never end. He will always have an heir. His throne will be as endless as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my laws and don't obey them, then I will punish them, but I will never completely take away my loving kindness from them, nor let my promise fail. No, I will not break my covenant. I will not take back one word of what I said, for I have sworn to David, and a holy God can never lie, that his dynasty will go on forever, and his throne will continue to the end of time. It shall be eternal as the moon, my faithful witness in the sky. Then why cast me off, reject it? Why be so angry with the one you chose as king? Have you renounced your covenant with him? For you have thrown his crown to the dust. You have broken down the walls protecting him and laid in ruins every fort defending him. Everyone who comes along has robbed him while his neighbors mock. You have strengthened his enemies against him and made them rejoice. You have struck down his sword and refused to help him in battle. You have ended his splendor and overturned his throne. You have made him old before his time and publicly disgraced him. O Jehovah, how long will this go on? Will you hide yourself from me forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? O remember how short you have made man's lifespan. Is it an empty, futile life you give the sons of men? No man can live forever. All will die. Who can rescue his life from the power of the grave? Lord, where is the love you used to have for me? Where is your kindness that you promised to David with a faithful pledge? Lord, see how all the peoples are despising me. Your enemies joke about me, the ones you anointed as their king. And yet... Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen.
Psalm 119 Happy are all who perfectly follow the laws of God. Happy are all who search for God and always do His will, rejecting compromise with evil and walking only in His paths. You have given us your laws to obey. Oh, how I want to follow them consistently. Then I will not be disgraced, for I will have a clean record. After you have corrected me, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey. Oh, do not forsake me, and let me slip back into sin again. How can a young man stay pure? By reading your word and following its rules. I have tried my best to find you. Don't let me wander off from your instructions. I have thought much about your words and stored them in my heart so that they would hold me back from sin. Blessed Lord, teach me your rules. I have recited your laws and rejoiced in them more than in riches. I will meditate upon them and give them my full respect. I will delight in them and not forget them. Bless me with life so that I can continue to obey you. Open my eyes to see wonderful things in your word. I am but a pilgrim here on earth. How I need a map, and your commands are my chart and guide. I long for your instructions more than I can tell. You rebuke those cursed, proud ones who refuse your commands. Don't let them scorn me for obeying you. For even princes sit and talk against me, but I will continue in your plans. Your laws are both my light and my counselors. I am completely discouraged. I lie in the dust. Revive me by your word. I told you my plans and you replied. Now give me your instructions. Make me understand what you want. For then I will see your miracles. I weep with grief. My heart is heavy with sorrow. Encourage and cheer me with your words. Keep me far from every wrong. Help me, undeserving as I am, to obey your laws, for I have chosen to do right. I cling to your commands and follow them as closely as I can. Lord, don't let me make a mess of things. If you will only help me to want your will, then I will follow your laws even more closely. Just tell me what to do, and I will do it, Lord. As long as I live, I'll wholeheartedly obey. Make me walk along the right paths, for I know how delightful they really are. Help me to prefer obedience to making money. Turn me away from wanting any other plan than yours. Revive my heart towards you. Assure me that your promises are for me. For I trust and revere you. How I dread being mocked for obeying, for your laws are right and good. I long to obey them. Therefore, in fairness, renew my life. For this was your promise, yes, Lord, to save me. Now spare me by your kindness and your love. Then I will have an answer to those who taunt me, for I trust your promises. May I never forget your words, for they are my only hope. Therefore, I will keep on obeying you forever and forever.
free within the limits of your laws. I will speak to kings about their value, and they will listen with interest and respect. How I love your laws, how I enjoy your commands. Come, come to me, I call to them, for I love them and will let them fill my life. Never forget your promises to me, your servant, for they are my only hope. They give me strength in all my troubles, how they refresh and revive me. Proud men hold me in contempt for obedience to God, but I stand unmoved. From my earliest youth, I have tried to obey you. Your word has been my comfort. I am very angry with those who spurn your commands, for these laws of yours have been my source of joy and singing through all these years of my earthly pilgrimage. I obey them even at night and keep my thoughts, O Lord, on you. What a blessing this has been for me to constantly obey. Jehovah is mine, and I promise to obey. With all my heart, I want your blessing. Be merciful, just as you promised. I thought about the wrong direction in which I was headed, and turned around and came running back to you. Evil men have tried to drag me into sin, but I am firmly anchored to your laws. At midnight, I will rise to give my thanks to you for your good laws. Anyone is my brother who fears and trusts the Lord and obeys him. O Lord, the earth is full of your loving kindness. Teach me your good paths. Lord, I am overflowing with your blessings, just as you promised. Now teach me good judgment as well as knowledge, for your laws are my guide. I used to wander off until you punished me. Now I closely follow all you say. You are good and do only good. Make me follow your lead. Proud men have made up lies about me. But the truth is, I obey your laws with all my heart. Their minds are dull and stupid, but I have sense enough to follow you. The punishment you gave me was the best thing that could have happened to me, for it taught me to pay attention to your laws. They are more valuable to me than millions in silver and gold. You made my body, God. Now give me sense to heed your laws. All those who fear and trust in you will welcome me because I too am trusting in your word. I know, O Lord, that your decisions are right and that your punishment was right and did me good. Now let your loving kindness comfort me just as you promised. Surround me with your tender mercies that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be disgraced. For they have cut me down with all their lies, but I will concentrate my thoughts upon your laws. Let all others join me who trust and fear you, and we will discuss your laws. Help me to love your every wish, then I will never have to be ashamed of myself. I faint for your salvation, but I expect your help, for you have promised it. My eyes are straining to see your promises come true. When will you comfort me with your help? I am shriveled like a wineskin in the smoke, exhausted with waiting. 
but still I cling to your laws and obey them. How long must I wait before you punish those who persecute me? These proud men who hate your truth and laws have dug deep pits for me to fall in. Their lies have brought me into deep trouble. Help me, for you love only truth. They had almost finished me off, yet I refuse to yield and disobey your laws. In your kindness, spare my life, then I can continue to obey you. Forever, O Lord, your word stands firm in heaven. Your faithfulness extends to every generation. Like the earth you created, it endures by your decree, for everything serves your plans. I would have despaired and perished unless your laws had been my deepest delight. I will never lay aside your laws, for you have used them to restore my joy and health. I am yours. Save me, for I have tried to live according to your desires. Though the wicked hide along the way to kill me, I will quietly keep my mind upon your promises. Nothing is perfect except your words. Oh, how I love them. I think about them all day long. They make me wiser than my enemies because they are my constant guide. Yes, wiser than my teachers, for I am ever thinking of your rules. They make me even wiser than the aged. I refuse to walk in the paths of evil, for I will remain obedient to your word. No, I haven't turned away from what you taught me. Your words are sweeter than honey. And since only your rules can give me wisdom and understanding, no wonder I hate every false teaching. Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me and keep me from stumbling. I've said it once, and I'll say it again and again. I will obey these wonderful laws of yours. I am close to death at the hands of my enemies. Oh, give me back my life again, just as you promised me. Accept my grateful thanks and teach me your desires. My life hangs in the balance, but I will not give up obedience to your laws. The wicked have set their traps for me along your path, but I will not turn aside. Your laws are my joyous treasure forever. I am determined to obey you until I die. I hate those who are undecided whether or not to obey you, but my choice is clear. I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield, and your promises are my only source of hope. Be gone, you evil-minded men. Don't try to stop me from obeying God's commands. Lord, you promised to let me live. Never let it be said that God failed me. Hold me safe above the heads of all my enemies. Then I can continue to obey your laws. But you have rejected all who reject your laws. They are only fooling themselves. The wicked are the scum you skim off and throw away. No wonder I love to obey your laws. I tremble in fear of you. I fear your punishments. Don't leave me to the mercy of my enemies, for I have done what is right. I've been perfectly fair. Commit yourself to bless me. 
Don't let the proud oppress me. My eyes grow dim with longing for you to fulfill your wonderful promise to rescue me. Lord, deal with me in loving kindness and teach me your servant to obey, for I am your servant. Therefore, give me common sense to apply your rules to everything I do. Lord, it is time for you to act, for these evil men have violated your laws. While I love your commandments more than the finest gold, every law of God is right, whatever it concerns. I hate every other way. Your laws are wonderful. No wonder I obey them. As your plan unfolds, even the simple can understand it. No wonder I wait expectantly for each of your commands. Come and have mercy on me, as is your way with those who love you. Guide me with your laws so that I will not be overcome by evil. Rescue me from the oppression of evil men. Then I can obey you. Look down and love upon me and teach me all your laws. I weep because your laws are disobeyed. O Lord, you are just and your punishments are fair. Your demands are just and right. I am indignant and angry because of the way my enemies have disregarded your laws. I have thoroughly tested your promises, and that is why I love them so much. I am worthless and despised, but I don't despise your laws. Your justice is eternal, for your laws are perfectly fair. In my distress and anguish, your commandments comfort me. Your laws are always fair. Help me to understand them, and I shall live. I am praying with great earnest. Answer me, O Lord, and I will obey your laws. Save me, I cry, for I am obeying. Early in the morning before the sun is up, I am praying and pointing out how much I trust in you. I stay awake through the night to think about your promises. Because you are so loving and kind, listen to me and make me well again. Here come these lawless men to attack me. But you are near, O Lord. All your commandments are based on truth. I have known from earliest days that your will will never change. Look down upon my sorrows and rescue me, for I am obeying your commands. Yes, rescue me and give me back my life again, just as you have promised. The wicked are far from salvation, for they do not care for your laws. Lord, how great is your mercy. Oh, give me back my life again. My enemies are so many. They try to make me disobey, but I have not swerved from your will. I loathe these traitors because they care nothing for your laws. Lord, see how much I really love your demands. Now give me back my life and health because you are so kind. There is utter truth in all your laws. Your decrees are eternal. Great men have persecuted me, though they have no reason to, but I stand in awe of only your words. I rejoice in your laws like one who finds a great treasure. How I hate all falsehood, but how I love your laws. 
I will praise you seven times a day because of your wonderful laws. Those who love your laws have great peace of heart and mind and do not stumble. I long for your salvation, Lord, and so I have obeyed your laws. I have looked for your commandments, and I love them very much. Yes, I have searched for them. You know this because everything I do is known to you. O Lord, listen to my prayers. Give me the common sense you promised. Hear my prayers. Rescue me as you said you would. I praise you for letting me learn your laws. I will sing about their wonder, for each of them is just. Stand ready to help me, because I have chosen to follow your will. O Lord, I have longed for your salvation, and your law is my delight. If you will let me live, I will praise you. Let your laws assist me. I have wandered away like a lost sheep. Come and find me, for I have not turned away from your commandments. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 149. Hallelujah. Yes, praise the Lord. Sing Him a new song. Sing His praises, all His people. O Israel, rejoice in your Maker. O people of Jerusalem, exalt in your King. Praise His name with dancing, accompanied with drums and lyre. For Jehovah enjoys His people. He will save the humble. Let His people rejoice in this honor. Let them sing for joy as they lie upon their beds. Adore Him, O His people, and take a double-edged sword to execute His punishment upon the nations. Bind their kings and leaders with iron chains and execute their sentences. He is the glory of His people. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the wisdom, the mercies, the truth that spring forth from your living word into our ears, into our minds, and into our hearts. We thank you for this precious manna for today, food that we desperately need to give heed to, to help us to obey all that we are learning here in the Psalms. Thank you for the journey through your word over the past 364 days, days that have challenged us on many levels, Lord. We have made it to this day because you have illuminated each step of the way and guided us to where we are right now. Holy Spirit, help our minds understand and catalog what we have heard today so that we will be able to rightly choose God's way at every junction throughout this day. We praise your holy name, Lord, because you and you alone are the Holy One. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. So a couple of prayer requests. Let's keep praying those traveling mercies for all who are on the move during this holiday season that the Lord will supernaturally protect and cover us as we go to and from to protect us against virus, illness, and injury and the plots 
of the evil one, that the Lord will provide angel escorts to go before us and to clear to clear the way, as well as to be our rear guard so that the powers of evil will not gain a foothold. Also, Leah is asking for continued prayer for her right hand as it heals from Monday's surgery. The pain level is more intense than expected. So prayers that the Holy Spirit would move within to reduce her pain, to fight any potential infections, and to promote rapid healing so that she can begin the needed physical therapy to learn how to use her hand again. And also, Marty is asking for prayers as he meets with an orthopedic specialist for the two broken bones in his left leg just above the ankle, that the Holy Spirit will be present during the examination and the determination of future necessary treatments. Which brings us to our praise reports for today. Leah's hand surgery on Monday went very well, and she had no allergic reaction to the anesthesia. This is a huge praise to God. And then also that Marty was able to get an appointment to the orthopedic specialist within 48 hours of returning home to Indiana. On a personal note, yesterday was a tough day, but things are just moving forward. Focusing on the moment by moment helps tremendously. The brain is still fuzzy, but it is what it is. It may just be fatigue related from the body healing. And Lord willing, I'll be flying to Missouri to spend five days with my mom today, Tuesday evening. Now, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, at the very end of the podcast today, we're exploring the Gospel of John, chapter 8, to drill down on a cross-reference from Genesis, chapter 3. If you would like to connect for questions, to request prayer for yourself or somebody you know, or to ask for a Bible, if you're in the United States, the phone number to call is 470-240-1509. If you're not in the United States, I encourage you to use WhatsApp, which is like a texting program and it's free. That number is one 1509 You can also connect or message through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, and Parlor. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. I am praying for you. And Lord willing, I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God. John chapter 8. Today we're tracking down another cross-reference from Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. This is a pivotal verse in God's Word. Right there in the Garden of Eden, after those two first humans decided they wanted to be like God and therefore did the one thing He commanded them not to do, God promised that He would create one to redeem all men from sin. 
That is amazing that his love runs so deep for the people that he has created. So in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, the Lord is addressing the serpent, and he foretells that the offspring of her seed and your seed will clash. Since this chapter only speaks of a serpent, we need to understand who is behind the actions of the serpent. That is why we are digging through and considering the cross-references associated with the phrase, your seed. So simply allow God's words to wash over you and through you, trusting the Holy Spirit to unpack it for you. Remember, the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. John chapter 8 Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and talked to them. As he was speaking, the Jewish leaders and Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery and placed her out in front of the staring crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. Moses' laws says to kill her. What about it? They were trying to trap him by saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right, hurl the stones at her until she dies. But only he who has never sinned may throw the first. Then he stooped down again and wrote some more in the dust. And the Jewish leaders slipped away one by one beginning with the eldest, until only Jesus was left in front of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to her, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, sir, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Later in one of his talks, Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. So if you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness, for living light will flood your path. The Pharisees replied, You are boasting and lying. Jesus told them, These claims are true, even though I make them concerning myself. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you don't know this about me. You pass judgment on me without knowing the facts. I am not judging you now, but if I were, it would be an absolute correct judgment in every respect, for I have with me the Father who sent me. Your laws say that if two men agree on something that has happened, their witness is accepted as fact. Well, I am one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? they asked. Jesus answered, You don't know who I am, so you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, then you would know him too. Jesus made these statements while in the section of the temple known as the treasury, but he had not been arrested, for his time had not yet run out. Later he said to them again, 
I am going away, and you will search for me, and die in your sins, and you cannot come where I am going. The Jews asked, Is he planning suicide? What does he mean? You cannot come where I am going. Then he said to them, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not. That is why I have said that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am the Messiah, the Son of God, you will die in your sins. Tell us who you are, they demanded. He replied, I am the one I have always claimed to be. I could condemn you for much and teach you much, but I won't, for I say only what I am told to by the one who sent me, and he is truth. But they still didn't understand that he was talking to them about God. So Jesus said, When you have killed the Messiah, then you will realize that I am he, and that I have not been telling you my own ideas, but have spoken what the Father taught me, and he who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do those things that are pleasing to him. Then many of the Jewish leaders who heard him say these things began believing him to be the Messiah. Jesus said to them, You are truly my disciples if you live as I tell you to, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said, and have never been slaves to any man on earth. What do you mean, set free? Jesus replied, You are slaves of sin, every one of you, and slaves don't have rights, but the Son has every right there is. So if the Son sets you free, you will indeed be free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because my message does not find a home within your hearts. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, if he were, you would follow his good example, but instead you are trying to kill me, and all because I told you the truth I heard from God. Abraham wouldn't do a thing like that. No, You are obeying your real father when you act that way. They replied, We were not born out of wedlock. Our true father is God himself. Jesus told them, If that were so, then you would love me, for I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It is because you are prevented from doing so, for you are the children of your father the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning and a hater of truth. There is not an iota of truth in him. When he lies, it is perfectly normal, for he is the father of liars. And so when I tell you the truth, you just naturally Don't believe it. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of one single sin? No one. 
And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone whose father is God listens gladly to the words of God. Since you don't, it proves you aren't his children. You Samaritan, foreigner, devil, the Jewish leader snarled. Didn't we say all along you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to make myself great, God wants this for me and judges those who reject me. With all the earnestness I have, I tell you this, no one who obeys me shall ever die. The leaders of the Jews said, Now we know you are possessed by a devil. Even Abraham and the mightiest prophets died, and yet you say that obeying you will keep a man from dying. So you are greater than our father Abraham, who died, and greater than the prophets, who died? Who do you think you are? Then Jesus told them this, If I am merely boasting about myself, it doesn't count. But it is my Father, and you claim Him as your God, who is saying these glorious things about me. But you do not even know Him. I do. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But it is true, I know Him and fully obey Him. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He knew I was coming and was glad. The Jewish leaders, you aren't even 50 years old. Sure, you've seen Abraham. Jesus, the absolute truth is that I was in existence before Abraham was ever born. At that point, the Jewish leaders picked up stones to kill him. But Jesus was hidden from them and walked past them and left the temple. The cross-reference verse here in this chapter is very straightforward and also very telling of those of our generation as well as those that were against Jesus and his generation. We need to remember who Jesus is speaking to here. He's speaking to the religious leaders. These were men who had studied and memorized the words of God. They knew that a Messiah was coming, but they were blind that Jesus was He. Thus the whole of who your father questions were brought forth, and Jesus flat out tells them they are children of the devil. Verse 44, For you are the children of your father the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning and a hater of truth. There is not an iota of truth in him. When he lies, it is perfectly normal, for he is the father of liars. Therefore, applying what we learn here in this verse to Genesis 3, verse 15, the power behind the actions of the serpent In Genesis 3 was the devil. It is also a reason why you and I need to be very familiar with our Bibles and where to find relevant information within the Bible, how to dig down so that we will be able to speak with the authority of Jesus 
in that moment when we are called to give a witness of the good news of Jesus Christ.